Hello, welcome to Straight Arrows. I'm your host, Pastor Woody Whit of Memorial Baptist Church in Maysville, North Carolina. Our episode today is entitled Sabbath or Sunday. Sabbath or Sunday, and I believe this is going to be part one. Um, this is an important subject from the Word of God, and I hope that you will find it uh, interesting, instructive, and edifying. Um, let us pray a moment. Father, we ask you to please lead us by the Holy Spirit today as we come to your Holy Word. In Jesus' name, amen. In our life in Christ, we're going to meet people who insist that we should keep the Sabbath. And so the question is, what should our response be? The purpose of this study is to explore what the Bible teaches about the Sabbath. Um, first, we're going to look at periods of time. Uh, the first period of time is the Sabbath from creation to Mount Sinai. The Word of God is clear that after God created the world in six literal days, he rested according to Genesis 2, verses 2 to 3, and Exodus chapter 20, verses 10 to 11. Now, those who insist Sabbath keeping was instituted by God himself point to this as proof positive of their supposition. There is, however, no biblical evidence that God commanded Sabbath keeping until he established the Mosaic law at Mount Sinai. There is no mention of anyone keeping the Sabbath prior to the law. It is crucial to note that Abraham, Isaac, uh, nor Jacob kept the Sabbath. If Sabbath keeping was a universal command of God, then the patriarchs were unaware of it. And incidentally, the most devoted man highlighted in the Old Testament, Job, was unaware of it as well. The book of Job gives us insight into the spiritual lives of the patriarchs. There is no mention, <clears throat> excuse me, of Sabbath keeping. If Sabbath keeping was a universal decree of God, then Job would have kept it and it would be recorded uh, in that book. Um, now let's look at the second period of time in the Old Testament um, from Mount Sinai to the Babylonian captivity. The Mosaic Covenant was a binding legal agreement between God and Israel. Sabbath keeping for the Israelites was codified in the law, Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 11. Very serious text. If you have your Bible at home, please read that. Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 to 11. The importance of God giving this commandment to the Israelites cannot be overstated. It is important to note that resting on the seventh day was a memorial to God's work of creation, and it was designed to give the people rest for their minds and body so they could develop a healthy, trusting relationship not only with God, but one another. Sabbath-keeping was part of the larger framework of the Levitical calendar. The Levitical calendar demarcated the year into seven feasts. Besides the keeping of the Sabbath, Israelites had to keep the seven feasts and allow the land to rest every seventh year. The precise instructions for these regulations were given in Leviticus chapter 23 and 25. The, the key to their interpretation is the need for rest and a dependence on God. The Israelites, however, were not punctual in the observances of the Sabbath, the feast, or the year of Jubilee. During their history after the conquest of the land, they repeatedly violated the Mosaic law. This was done in a variety of ways. The scriptures record that in some instances, they observed the Sabbath, feast, and Jubilee, but they mixed pagan worship with the worship of Jehovah. Repeatedly, God sent prophets 
to his covenant people, reminding them to repent and live under the conditions of the covenant. As Sabbath keeping was a major element of the covenant, it was mentioned repeatedly. We must remember that at the heart of the law was God's desire to provide and protect his people. By following the Levitical calendar, the people could rest in the Lord and trust him to provide for their needs. When they violated the covenant, particularly by engaging in pagan worship, they were saying to God that they were not satisfied with his promises. This is the heart of paganism, the desire to manipulate pagan deities through sacrifice for economic prosperity. Now, because the Israelites did not hearken back to God, he allowed them to be defeated first by the Assyrians in 722 and Judah by the Babylonians in 586. Jerusalem and the temple were destroyed. The 70 years of captivity was not an arbitrary number. Jeremiah prophesied that the land would be desolate 70 years. Please read Jeremiah chapter 25, verses 9 to 12. We read in 2 Chronicles 36, 21, the reason for the precise 70 years. God had kept a record of the Israelites in the land, and he noted they had not kept the year of Jubilee as prescribed. Since they would not let the land rest, he would take them away so it could. The people that returned from Babylon would never forget the lesson of keeping the Sabbath. And I want to reiterate this. The Sabbath was codified in the law. The old, the old covenant believers were required under the law to keep the Sabbath. And so, and because they didn't do that, uh, God allowed them to be uh, defeated and taken into captivity in order to give the land rest for 70 years. Now, let's look at the third historical period, the Sabbath uh, from the Babylonian captivity to Christ. After their return from exile, the Jewish people were committed never to violate the Sabbath again. Over time, they placed additional requirements around the central idea so that it would be more difficult to violate. This hedge around the law had the effect of elevating the tradition of men above the word of God. Over time, people lost sight of God because they were obsessed with keeping their traditions of the elders in addition to the law. In this example, I'm sorry, in this extreme law-keeping society came Christ. The keeping of the law, the Sabbath in particular, became a major point of contention. Now, before looking at some specific incidents and statements made by Christ, let's understand one crucial point. Jesus Christ is God. He never broke his own law. It would have been impossible for him to do so. Secondly, in our Lord's statements, he's addressing Israel as a prophet. He is not addressing Gentiles or the future church, generally speaking. This is highly relevant knowing the audience uh, context is always critical for proper interpretation. The following is just a sampling of our Lord's teachings concerning appropriate keeping of the Sabbath. For example, and again, um, if you have your Bible, you can write this down now, then turn and read later. But Mark uh, chapter 2, verses 23 to 28 our Lord makes it clear that the Sabbath observant was for the benefit of the people, not to be used contrary to its principle. Mark chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. This passage reveals just how obsessed the Pharisees were to observe the Sabbath, not according to the principles, um, but according to their tradition. John 5, 9 through 16. Nowhere in the Old Testament had God said not to do good on the Sabbath. 
the Pharisees were using the Sabbath to define their version of spirituality. They were not concerned about the principles which revealed the heart of God. Now, we're going to close today. Uh, we've covered um, understanding the historical picture, uh, the historical uh, understanding of the Word of God from, uh, from creation to Mount Sinai, from Mount Sinai to the Babylonian captivity, and from the Babylonian captivity to the advent of Christ and the teaching of Christ concerning the Sabbath. Again, the Sabbath was was uh, was made uh, so God would be glorified in his people by providing them rest uh, on the seventh day. And uh, uh, by the time of the Lord Jesus Christ, the uh, rabbinical Pharisees were making much more of the Sabbath than God had intended for it to be. They had put a hedge around the law and uh, we're talking about extreme legalism and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, what he did was he taught the underlying principle of the Sabbath. And that is to, to, uh, to take a rest, to take a day off, to enjoy uh, the Lord and to rest from one's labors. And so, um, in our next episode, we will be looking at um, the Sabbath after the resurrection of Christ. What does the Bible say about Sabbath keeping after the resurrection of Christ? Please tune in for that episode uh, uh, coming up. Uh, may the Lord bless you today. Continue to study God's word. Continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Spend time each day in the word of the living God. Let's pray. Father, bless uh, all these who have uh, listened today. Bless them and their families. May Christ be exalted in their lives, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.